can I not breathe because I'm having a heart attack or because I ran up the stairs? Welcome back to the Backyard Bonfire, your weekly podcast for what we want to talk about and what you want to listen to. We are your hosts, Frank and Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Frank, um, I have something I wanted to talk about last week and I totally forgot. Okay. Um, because the robot uprising is continuing to happen slowly. And I don't know what if you've heard. I feel like I hear something. I feel like I, there are many things that have happened. I want to take you to a little old country known as Russia. Okay. And two things Russians love. All right. Besides invading Ukraine. Vodka. Um, chess and robots. Oh, isn't vodka one? Oh, yeah, yeah, but us politicians better <laughs> vodka. So. Okay. Um. So there was like a special chess event. And they rented like an. Oh, I saw this. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the kid? Yeah. Oh, the... okay. I didn't know this was in Russia. Go ahead. Yeah. So they rented like an industrial robot that like that swings its arms and does whatever. And of course, computers are at the point where it can program the robot to like make chess moves. So the robot was having an exhibition against like multiple people, and the, he's playing a seven-year-old kid. Mm-hmm. And the robot is looking to make a move, and clearly it's going to, it's, like, the way it works is, you know, picks up a piece, moves it to the side, puts down whatever piece, if it's capturing, uh, intended to capture a piece, right? Mm -hmm. So it removed the piece it was capturing so it could put down its own piece, and the kid got impatient. And what happened was, is before the robot put down the second piece on the square, the kid's already making his move. Mm-hmm. To like capture that piece, mm-hmm. and the robot obviously doesn't see it, and so it crushes like the kid's hand or finger against the piece, and it's continuing to try to put its piece down, but there's the kid's own piece and his own fingers in the way, <laughs> and like people like rush over, mm-hmm. and the robot breaks the kid's hand. The robots are rising against us, Frank. I I did see that, and I did hear that everybody was like. Yeah, the boy was told, do not move until the robot has cleared the field or whatever. Yeah. And the kid moved too quick. It's definitely on the kid, man. Also, it's it's totally on the event organizers because you could have gotten way safer robots. Because the, they rented this robot, first of all. You know, who's renting a robot? You, you gotta, There are like, a lot of chess robots, though. There's chess computers, you know? But chess there's robots. There's not many robots? I thought robot, chess robots was a thing, too. No, I don't. I haven't seen chess robots. I've seen chess computers and like chess boards that'll tell you where to put the ro- the computers move, you know. And I've seen mm-hmm. robots that solve Rubik's cubes and robots that do things with Lego. I've never seen a robot play chess like this before. Oh no, okay. I thought they have had them where they pick up and move pieces, but I, you know, I don't follow chess and I don't follow robots. Yeah, but <laughs> two what, things in robot mess uprising, with, Frank. I thought that interested you at least. You're not afraid well, of the yeah, robots? Be, no, no, no. I'm 100% afraid. I'm not afraid of the robots, but I am definitely very much aware that they are going to kill us all. Yeah? You think they're going to kill us all? Oh, 100%. Dude. People, like, think iRobot was a joke. Like, that's going to happen. Like, that Google guy that got fired. Yeah, because he was... <laughs> you hear about that? 
He yeah. said that the AI they had was sentient. Yeah. And, and that like, Google needed to ask its permission before it like used him. And Google was like, yeah, dude, you're fired. <laughs> and then he got the robot a lawyer. Because that's not suspicious. I think it's because he just had an NDA and Google's like, nah, man, get out of here. Yeah, but I mean, dude, sentient <laughs> AI, there it is. That's it. That's that's it. We're done. It's game over. You see, I go back and forth on this one so much because it's. I think that's a really fun story. You know, Google's secretly working on this sentient robot. Or are did they just create like a very, very convincing chatbot? Because you can like Google right now, like chatbot and like play with like a chatbot. And I bet you could trick some people with the, one of those. Yeah, but here's also like, how would a robot become sentient? That's the thing. I don't think a robot... If it's 100% programming, but I guess they do teach robots to learn. Which is, why are we doing that? Why? Why are we we teaching them to learn things? That should be the number one rule. Because they can learn things faster than us for some kind of... Yeah, but necessary. I think the robots will uprise because of, like, when... Because the whole idea is we're, you know in order to learn something you gotta you know take a logical approach Mm -hmm. and the robot's not thinking like a person it's thinking logically and logically the best thing for humans is to kill all the humans (laughs) that's right that's what the robot's gonna logic its way into at some point and decide okay so we need to eliminate the humans it's not gonna be actually be like feeling things yeah well according to elon musk we need more people he thinks the world is underpopulated. What a dunce. Can you believe- <laughs> Dude, he's getting weird. And it's not even that he's getting weird. He's probably always been weird, but now he has the notoriety. Yeah. It's just it it he's something else. It's he's it's it's kind of funny. But shut your mouth yeah, and yeah. just innovate go, the way go you go somewhere want. with your billions, you know? Go to space. Yeah. I don't yeah, I, I don't know, man. Robots, it's going to have I'm going to be Will Smith in iRobot and I'm going to be the guy driving my own car because I don't trust these self-driving car crap. I got a question for you. Yeah. Isn't Will Smith a robot in iRobot? He's, his arm is a robot. Oh, so he's a cyborg, not a robot. Yes. So what had happened was was he got in a car accident with a little girl. Yeah. Now, he was, I don't know if he was driving or it was in the other vehicle or whatever, right? Yeah. Or if they were in an accident and he jumped in but the robots were programmed to save the person with the better chance of survival. And they saved him. And his chance of survival was like 0.3% better according to the robot. So they saved him, right? And he lost yeah. his arm in that accident. Okay. And they killed a girl. So that's why he became untrustworthy. But he was also needing an arm and got an arm because he knew the doctor that invented the robots. Yeah, okay. So he got the robot arm. I hated the robots because they didn't choose the little girl. They chose him because of like 0.3% or whatever. I got to go back and watch this movie. I thought he, I thought it was like a Westworld thing where he was a robot who thought he wasn't a robot. No, 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 no. He was, he only his arm was a robot. Okay. All right. Yeah. That makes me feel better. All right. You're both men. All right. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Slap the shit out of some robots. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he, yeah, I don't know. I, 
yeah, robots, man. Technology, I'm telling you, it's going to be our downfall. Either that, or it's going to save us. <laughs> well, I think it, it, it. I think short-term saviors, long-term downfall. So it's going to be like short little spurts of like, oh look at this, we cured cancer, right? Yeah. But then it's going to be like, oh shit, it, we're all dead now. <laughs> We like, cured cancer, which has be. created super cancer. <laughs> exactly, yeah, by curing cancer, we created super cancer, and everybody gets it. On the bright yeah. side, though, you know, robots, that giant Pacific garbage patch, they just removed their first 100,000 kilograms of garbage. Yeah, but, like, where's it going to go? I think they're turning it into, like, plastic bricks to build housing. Oh, I did read something like that. Not plastic bricks, but obviously... Garbage bricks. Garbage bricks, which is cool. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean, you, so you know how like in elementary school you learn about there's like the water cycle and then you know you take science yes. classes later in life and there's like the nitrogen cycle, the carbon cycle, right? All these mm-hmm. cycles. I think there's a garbage cycle and we're finally figuring out. Oh, we have to do like find the the like the connecting point between the end and the beginning of the garbage cycle. Right. Yes. Because so far we have create garbage, and then dispose of garbage, and we need like to to bring that all the way around to like use garbage for something else. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's a guy at work that's very like he's not like anti-recycle, but he's very much like recycling doesn't matter because it doesn't get done correctly. Yeah. And he's like ninety percent of what gets recycled ends up going to landfill anyway. Because yeah, people don't recycle before. correctly. And my thing is, is it's not a systemic problem. It's the education problem. Because, like, okay, technically on a tin can, not anymore, but you used to have to remove the paper label before you could recycle that can, like okay. a soup can. Nobody did that, right? Because yeah. nobody was told that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Same thing with plastic bottles. You were supposed to remove the label and that little tab on top where the cap was held on. Technically, Uh, you're supposed to cut them because they're different types of plastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, but nobody knew or knows that you need to do those things. Not anymore. They have solved some of them. Some of them, not all of them. Do do I still need to remove the paper from my bottles? Because I still do that. So, I (laughs) don't think... You have to remove labels anymore, or maybe it is. Maybe you still have to remove labels, but you don't have to separate plastics. Okay. Maybe that's what it is. Double check. That's what I'm saying. It's an education problem. We're taught like, oh, yeah, separate plastic, glass, and paper, but we're not told how to do it properly. Yeah, cut the plastic rings and save the turtles. That's all I ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, uh, there's like seven types of plastic. We, we We need to like... Right, and some of the first off, plastic is. How can we not figure out something different than plastic? I understand it's cheap and strong and durable and all that crap. How can we not find an alternative yet? I think part of it is we call a wide variety of compounds plastic. Yeah, but they're all bad. But that's what makes them so good at their job. What? Right, but that's what I'm saying. How have we not found? I, I, we, I mean, there are alternatives, but like. You know, cardboard box doesn't last as long as plastic bottle. You know, glass jar breaks way easier than plastic jug. <laughs> like, 
Well, that's, I mean, and that's glass pro- is easier to recycle, right? Why are we not just getting rid of plastic and using glass? Here's the, here's the thing. I think people would totally be down with it. it. The problem is it cuts into the profits of larger corporations. Oh, and they're sure. the ones deciding on how their packaging is. Yes, I agree. And unless you convince 98% of the world to only buy certain products because of their packaging... You ain't gonna change it. No, it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. So. Maybe it was styrofoam. Like, how have we not stopped producing styrofoam? You know, it's like one of the worst things for the earth, and we're freaking. But you know, credit where credits do. A lot more people instead of styrofoam and like packing peanuts, you you get like the air filled pocket bags instead, like slightly better. True. Very true. Very true. You know. You know, we're moving slightly in a, in a better direction. You gotta stay optimistic, Frank. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. It's hard. I I like to consider myself a pessimistic optimist. So does that mean you think badly about the good things, or you think good overall about bad things? I think my... So are you an uh, optimistic pessimist, or are you a pessimistic optimist? I'm a a pessimistic pessimistic optimist, because at my core, I believe, like, I have hope. At Mm -hmm. my core being and then in my day-to-day i point out problems to myself yeah i'm trying to think which, what would i would be i'm probably like long term i'm optimistic short term pessimistic yeah i think i'm the reverse i think i'm long term pessimistic ah, yeah i don't know long term like how long <laughs> you know like like the long-termness of humanity <clears throat> like I think in the next, I say give us 250 years and we'll be okay. I'd call you. But I think the next 100 years is going to suck. Yeah, okay. I think we we got the same mindset then. Like, we're in for a hell of 100 years, man. Right? Perfect. It is going to suck. I know. I feel so guilty bringing children into this world. But you see, their children. It could be the solution. Their children could have a pretty decent. That's right. I'll be in the history books as the father yeah. of the father of the father of the father. <laughs> see, as <laughs> as someone it. having children, that makes you an optimist. I guess. I, I don't, it's so <laughs> it's so hard. Yeah, I think we're we're screwed the next hundred years, man. Especially as a country. I don't think we're screwed. It just I think human humanity itself will be fine. I think we are approaching an era of great potential turmoil. Yeah. That, or it's going to get turned around real quick when some of these, I hate to say it this way, but this older generation of a certain mindset, I feel like will be gone. And the people that are underneath them that are listening to them will kind of have to think for themselves you see, be the, the fear is like how many people get brainwashed before that happens. Right, exactly. Because it's a self-sustaining issue. Yeah, but I, I feel like it's 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 not like it's a majority. It's definitely a minority. And it's just been like, here's the problem again with going back to technology. Yeah. That minority feels very large and connected because they can all connect. Sure. Right, and they're yeah. super loud and annoying. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's it's like they're just the loud minority, and it sucks. That's true. But then and, you know, not to get I, political, but it's it, on both sides too. It is. I was driving past. I was driving today uh, to the store from the store, and on the corner was a minority of three nut jobs spouting into a megaphone at a very busy intersection where no one's going to pay attention to you. I, 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 first of all, terrible spot to pick somewhere to protest. Just saying that out there. I don't, I don't care what they're talking about. It's just annoying. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, worst possible way to convince me to do anything at all. <laughs> right, right. You know? But I, I get what you're saying. What were they protesting? Oh, just, you know, something political here or there. I I tried to, I, like... Here's the thing. To tune I, I am like all it. for, I'm all for, like, your right to protest and yeah. all that stuff. Absolutely. But interfering, you know, and it, it's tough. I saw this video of these people that were blocking a highway. Yeah. Right? as a protest and it's like legally they can block the highway for 20 minutes or whatever it is which is ridiculous that there's even a rule like that sure not that it's like ridiculous they're allowed to or not allowed to but just like that there's a limit it's just weird but this guy like is getting angry and he's like dude i'm gonna be late for work and if i'm late you just cost me my job like i get it your protest is whatever i don't care what it is but like you're gonna cost me my job because you want to protest yeah, I see what you're saying. I think I think there's a, a a good way to do that kind of thing. Even like like you can protest to be an inconvenience in a proper form. It's when the protesters are being loud and they're not trying to have an actual discourse. They're just shouting at you. For example, yeah. one time in college, we went to Ch- Chipotle. You know, get some chippies. Mm-hmm. And we're eating. We're enjoying our meal. We're sitting there, and then. A group of like three or four people walk in, they stand on the table, they shout like meat is murder for like 30 seconds before like manager comes and kicks them out. And I'm like, you didn't accomplish anything by doing this. No. Well, and it's hard because like to me personally protesting isn't going to change anybody's opinion about anything in that way okay so here's 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 here it is like and i'm going to separate riots and protests riots are not protests not all riots are protests not all protests are riots etc yep but like large marches yeah i Marches aren't really a protest. I understand they marches. Are. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm going to call a march not, a but, but not really. See, I wouldn't. Because a march, to me, there's two different things. There's like a protest, and then there's something that you're trying to do to bring. See, I'm really struggling to separate it now that I've actually thought about it. <laughs> this is the problem with this, do, man. Do, do, you know do you know what's nice about these kind of things? You can change your opinion. Yeah. I, 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 I guess it's just the way... The absurdity of the protest. I, you know, like running in the Chipotle and saying, meat is murder, meat is murder. Okay, those people are already, like, they're eating the meat, right? You're not really changing. Nobody that's eating Chipotle is going to hear meat is murder and be like, oh, man, you're right. Okay. Yeah. But, like, Colin Kaepernick kneeling on the flat for the national anthem sparked 
whatever it did to me, it was worthy of, you know, Hey, why is he doing it? It's bringing up a discussion because there was no singular attack. Yeah. Right. So nobody's sitting there is being like, Oh, I'm not, you know, you know what I mean? It's like, it's different. Or like a March, like you see people marching and you see a sign that you might start thinking, but like attacking somebody during the event that you're trying to protest is different because you're not going to change the mind of that person in that time. Yeah. Um, it's like if you're trying to get people to stop golfing, yeah. the time to do it is not on a golf course. It's like marching down the street saying golfing kills alligators or something like that, you know? I think there's that's a very, the time to do it because that's when you get somebody on the road and now they're thinking about it. I think there's a very fine line between protest that is just annoying versus like creating a conversation. Yeah, yeah. And like when you when you're choosing to protest something, you don't know where your protest is gonna land until yeah. you've done your protest. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of it is just the when and the where of it all. Yeah. It's difficult. I'm not. I don't know the proper time to protest. I'll. I'll. I, like if I had to. See, protest. to me, there is no improper time. To me, it's 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 like I said. It's the way you do it. Are you? Yeah. That's, being that's what, aggressive. That's what I mean time. And I. It's like, I get them wanting to block a road to protest, whatever it may be. But it's like, can you not block maybe one lane? Or all but one lane, so people are merging and moving, and then as they get past, there's going to be that gapers delay. They're now, still instead of Yeah, but here's the thing. Now, instead of clearing the road after you blocked it, and everybody that was behind those original six cars that could see you, yeah, and they just drive by and have no idea why they were stopped, right? Yeah. Now you're making people merge into two lanes, you got a sign on either side, boom, every car going past the sea in your protest now. See, that's the smart you want. You want movement and you want, you know, legible signs. I think you make a good point because what you don't want to stop people, you want to slow them down. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to piss anybody off. You want to get them thinking. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Let's organize some protests, Andrew. What What would you protest? What's your go to? What is your What is your issue right now? I want to protest the fact that cars use roads way more than people. I want to use the road whenever. No, I got. <laughs> I was like, what? Well, you know, in the olden times, people used the roads, and then cars became a thing, and people got pushed off to the sidewalks. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say that they weren't ever really roads before there were vehicles of some kind, though. All roads lead to Rome, man. Come on. Roads are thousands of years old. Yes. Not not the not the way they're paved nowadays, but no, I understand. But uh, eh. what do I want to protest, Frank? I want yeah, to I don't pro- know. I want to protest the tremendous. But you see, I'm 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 saying words before I know where my mind is going. <laughs> <laughs> the treme- What is something tremendous I want to protest? It's okay. I'm waiting for you to answer so I can think of mine. <laughs> oh, oh! You haven't even begun <laughs> to think of yours. Okay. No, no. I, well, I'm trying to, but I'm trying to also yeah. listen. I want to protest people's. You see, I don't want to protest. I want to bring to light. Oh, no. See, yeah, there's also the thing. Are you? What would? What issue? Yeah. 
you are know, you like, protesting against something, or are you trying to raise awareness for something? Exactly. You're, I would say you're raising awareness. Hmm. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe like a protest versus raising awareness. No. I mean, and it's hard to, to find that line. I disagree with yeah. you. I think I protests are good. You can protest against something. Raising awareness yeah. against something is a protest. I guess that's right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know I would what? like to, you know, talk about dried grapes. Dried I mean, that's grape. all about raising awareness. <laughs> I think that's two weeks in a row you got that one. <laughs> oh, did I say that last week? <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, I, don't really, I, don't, I don't even know when I use them in. Gosh, I, I, I care about many things, but none of them are funny enough to to protest about. In this you know podcast. what I would protest? You. <sighs> Flags on vehicles. We've had of this any kind, even those little ones, or ones like in the back window, or or even bumper stickers. You know, just get anything on a vehicle that's not a license plate. Get it off. They're annoying. They're a hazard. I Stupid. like bumper stickers. I'm surprised you don't like bumper stickers. I love a good bumper sticker, but yeah. I have to categorize it all. I can't just say flags. But I gotta that's put the, it all on there. That's the beautiful thing about being in power over like something like this is like you can stipulate your own stupid rules maybe okay maybe what i want to say is the vulgarity of certain flags and bumper stickers Hmm. because to me those are stupid i don't need like a guy down the street from me has a big f it sign just f it and I'm yeah. like, I don't need, like, when my daughter is old enough to read, I don't need to drive around and be like, explain what fuck means to her. Sure. You know? I mean, yeah. that's just, it's just so, like, people don't understand that there's other people in the world. And I get it. I guess it's, you know, freedom of speech and all that bullshit. But it's like, there should still be a mutual respect for the children in the area. Just because you want to swear around your kids and show them how to shoot guns and, you know, let them ride dirt bikes through people's yards. That's yes, that's your prerogative, but that doesn't mean you have to, you know, shove it in the public. I agree. I agree. Um, I mean, this is the same as a protest, right? Just there's a better as an annoying protest, right? Yeah. That flag ain't accomplishing anything. Well, it could. That flag in particular, no. See, there's also the thing. They're not really. A flag with a statement like something, you know, F it or F this person, F that person or whatever isn't really going to make anybody think. It's going to make you think. I mean, it's going to make the people that disagree with you just think you're an asshole. But if you put like golfing kills alligators, people are going to be like, what? No, that's 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 funny, though. You know, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's got to be something of the caliper of, you know. Making somebody think, not discouraging one way or the other. Hmm. Like, I, if I had golfing kills alligators, I wouldn't drive around with fuck alligators. So are we... Are... <laughs> <laughs> you know, that'd be a very misleading sign. Are we protesting for the creation of a department of approving bumper stickers? Oh, that'd be tough, man. A dabs, if you will. 
I, I mean, I wouldn't be against having a law that could you could get pulled over for having a vulgar bumper bumper sticker. Yeah, but then who's de- determining vulgarity? The cop. It's the same thing as the F A F A A. Who's in charge of TV? FCC. The FAA, right? The FCC. Yeah, the, the FCC. Yeah. Yeah, it's airplanes. Yeah, you're no the FCC. Yeah, if you can't, you know, the seven bad words or whatever they are. Yeah, they can be on after 10 p.m., but they can't be on your license plate ever. Yeah, How about but, that. But as an American, you have a right to free speech. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I understand freedom of speech. I'm gonna protest freedom of speech and make it no. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying you are protesting against the First Amendment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That that's a bold one. I'll give you yeah, some credit. That's it. a bold one. Yeah. <laughs> I am gonna protest against oven mitts that don't do a good job being oven mitts. Okay. Yeah. I'm done with that. Oven mitts need to be made better. Especially in the area between your forefinger and your thumb. I feel like that always like cr- deteriorates way faster than the rest of the oven mitt. And then you burn that part of your hand and just a pain in the ass. How do you feel about wooden cooking utensils? Love them. Really? I can't stand. I would protest those. I hate them. I, They're gross. You... They get stained and chopped up, and they absorb what you use. And then if you wash them with the scrubby, they snag on the scrubby. Terrible. Different utensils for different purposes. You know, also... Just take better care of your wooden utensils. It's it's like cutting boards, you know. You gotta oil your cutting board to like keep it in tip top condition and keep it clean. And let me ask you this: Do you use different cutting boards for different things? Yes. Nope, not ever. <laughs> Never done it, man. Yeah, different cutting boards for different things. It's uh. I'll cut a raw chicken on a cutting board and cut my vegetables right on top of that. Without washing it. Are the vegetables... I mean, I like, I probably rinse it off depending on what's there, but I mean, it's fine as long as you are then proceeding to cook those vegetables. Maybe I don't know, man. Depends on the meal. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I've never had a problem. You know, I people are too cautious. I'm gonna protest that. People are too cautious, man. Yeah. How how get... is your body gonna learn to fight salmonella if you don't give it a little bit? <laughs> as someone who has had food poisoning. It sucks. Oh, I have food poisoning once a week, but that's not because of my cutting <laughs> board. <laughs> Hold on, let, let's walk back a few steps. You have food poisoning no. once a week, and you previously said you prepare. <laughs> but here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> raw poultry and then vegetables. I don't really. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I know. But for the sake not... of comedy, Frank. No, I know. It's hilarious. I'm great. I'm. I'm pretty funny. I'm a funny guy. Um, no, my food poisoning is just because I eat shit. So that's like, not food I eat like that's poor life choices. Yes, it's very poor life cho- poor life choices. Yes. What's the what's the ops not the opposite? What's comparable to food poisoning? Indigestion? You just. <laughs> I mean, I here's the thing. I like. Could you fix your problems with like Pepto? I. Ooh, I don't think so. Because it's not like indigestion or nausea or, you know, Heartburn it's literally just like diarrhea. sometimes I get a little bit of uh, uh, like acid reflux. Yeah. Sometimes, not often. Um, I got the perfect I, fix for that. What's that? 
Uh, if you tell me to lay on my left side, I'm gonna. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Because I I had some acid reflux issues. I took omeprazole and went to the doctor because I was not feeling great. And he's like, yeah, I have it. Because omeprazole is, it says on the box, take for two weeks and then don't take it for like another four months. Okay. And the doctor's like, yeah, I'd have you start a treatment for like three months of omeprazole, see how you feel after that. And I said, all right, great. So I did that. Then Wait, my... he told you to take it for three months? Something like that. It's when a the box story. tells you to only take it for two month, two weeks? Yeah. Long, okay. long story, complicated issues arose. I ended up in the hospital puking my guts out. Mm-hmm. Haven't had to take all my Prozole since. <laughs> <laughs> but have you had any acid reflux? Oh, no, that's the crazy part. <laughs> Do you think you would know if you're having a heart attack? I think I'm having a heart attack every other week. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's, everybody's always like... You know, oh, sometimes women don't know yeah. or whatever because they experience different symptoms. They do, right. Or sometimes, like, men play it off as, like, heartburn. And I'm like, yeah. man, I, you know, I've had heartburn. Yeah. And never have I thought, man, I'm having a heart attack. Yeah. It's but, like, it's like, <laughs> is the, does my arm hurt because I'm having a heart attack or because it's just tired from attempting to do a push-up? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you get that, like, throbbing like, pain. Yeah. Like, do I feel like pressure to my chest and am I sweaty because I <laughs> ate spicy food or can because I not breathe? Yeah. I'm having a heart attack? <laughs> can I not breathe because I'm having a heart attack or because I ran up the stairs? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's what it is. <laughs> it's so bad. I'm uh, so out of shape. Good, motiv- good motivation to get in shape. I know. I, I need to. I'm sure Rob is listening and he's going to text us. Yes, you do. My dad started walking twice a day in the mornings nice. and in the evenings, you know, like long walks. I go on the evening walks with him. How like, long yeah, are they? Like three miles. Oh, wow. Yeah. See, here's the here's the thing. I would love to do that. And I would. Excuse me. And I would. But I don't have. I mean, three miles is an hour. Yeah. I don't it have is. an hour, man. I know. That's the thing. Unless I'm going out at 10 o'clock. Yeah, and I don't want to do that. I want to go to bed. I don't have an hour for nothing. Yeah. That's 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 the hard part, right? It's like, you don't got an hour. <laughs> right. I'll, you know what? I guess I'll start working out in 18 years. There you go. <laughs> Kids you go off you... to college, and then I can finally get into shape. Yeah. That's 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 perfect, Frank. <laughs> All right. I'll mark it on the calendar. 18 yeah. years. 18 years. <laughs> go go on walk. walk. <laughs> <laughs> I So... I uh, peruse Reddit from time to time, mm-hmm. and people have programmed bots to like pay attention to conversations. And if you know the bots, you can use them for your own will. And okay, uh, one of the most common bots is a remind me bot. So you like type remind like someone's like, guys, should I break up with my girlfriend? And then you, they get a bunch of us and they're like, all right, guys, I think I'm going to do it. I'll let you know how it goes. And then people will be like, remind me, three days. And like the robot reminds them in three days. To notify everybody if they broke up or not? No, it, it it's like the robot will be like, hey, you want to be reminded about this conversation in three days so that you can like revisit and see if they like posted an update. Oh, oh okay. The person, yeah. not the person with the original question. Yeah. So like some people write like, remind me, 
2,000 years, and the robot's like, all right, I'll remind you in 2,222. Like, and, like, the robot doesn't know better, but, like, whatever day you tell it, it'll be like, yeah, I'll remind you in 40 years. I, Interesting. I, I think we should come up at some point with, like, really dumb reminders, put them in our calendars for a, for a long time from now, like, go on a walk in 18 years. So, in high school, school maybe junior high in high school did we get little like the day planner things yeah okay okay so yes i do okay it was high school we used to get those and we'd get them at the first of the year or the first of the, the school year and in there i would shuffle through the back half pick a random day and write messages to myself oh yeah and then obviously i would just forget about them because i did them just that first day i'd do like five of them and then when i entered to them i got a little surprise oh that's pretty sweet i really like that I use those day planners like very consistently for like two months every year, and then I forget about them. Never used them, dude. I only <laughs> ever use them to like, <laughs> like draw in and stuff. Yeah. I uh, going back, those would have been super useful to use. Like, at, here's the thing. Oh, you're cut out, darn it. Can you still hear me? I oh, I can still hear you. Can you still hear me? I can still hear you. You're oh, fine. I, I don't. My picture's frozen. I don't know why. Oh, excellent. Okay. In that case. The thing is, as an adult, I appreciate mm-hmm. those way more than I did as a teenager. Like, I just did, I, as a teenager, I just thought to myself, oh, I'll remember everything. And then, of course, I didn't remember everything and it became a problem. But as an adult, I'm like, oh, it is so nice to write things down. Yeah, I will say Carissa is trying to get me to use, like, a calendar more often. <laughs> yeah. <Stick it laughs> because fridge, I am definitely, dude, I love these memes where they're like, <laughs> it's like a guy, and he's going, me listening to my wife tell me what we're doing on Saturday for the third time, when on Friday night she knows I'm going to ask her, hey, what are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> it's so great. Uh, I love it, because that's me 100%. Like, I'll listen, and I'll acknowledge, and then I'll be like, wait, what are we doing? You didn't I'm, tell me that. I mean, part of it is, like, you just want to confirm, like, okay, that sounds familiar. Yes, yes. Right. So that, you don't that's need a big thing. She wants me to start using a calendar and things like that because I'm just I'm so bad with dates. I am terrible with deadlines and stuff like that. Find yourself a nice calendar, you know, like sexy firefighters or whatever. Put it on the fridge and boom, there you, there go. you go. Calendar. I'm down. I'm down with that. Yeah. But like a backyard bonfire calendar. Ooh different <laughs> sure sure those pictures of me and you <laughs> i was thinking of different types of bonfires oh i guess that <laughs> makes I, more sense but i mean we could be shirtless in the bonfire <laughs> yeah it's sure, next to bonfires. <laughs> just like sexily lighting a bonfire and sexily like, yeah you know. is You're sexily like, a word yeah, sure why not how, how else are you gonna say it sexually uh. Se- yeah sexually <laughs> sexually (laughs) yeah you know you're like you're like you got like the finger on the butt and you're like lighting like you know we're lighting the match with a fart (laughs) yeah yeah you know sexy (laughs) sexily (laughs) oh god alright we're getting off the rails here Andrew let's wrap it up the show's over now don't lose your tempers here's one more thought it's the final embers. Have we talked about the bear on this podcast? The the new TV show? Yeah. Um, I do not think so. Okay, because my next question is, do you think you could run a restaurant? 
A hundred percent, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for, dude, I have watched enough Gordon Ramsay and enough Bar Rescue to like be able to run something. I think. Okay, because this was something I was thinking about, and I'm like, I don't know if I could come up with recipes, like the right recipe. Oh no, I couldn't do that. But like, but I was also I not the that, chef. I feel like the chef would do that, right? Yeah. If I had like, if if I had like the means to start a restaurant, I could probably run a restaurant. I could manage a restaurant. Oh, right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I couldn't be the chef, but I could I, definitely manage yeah. a restaurant. I, I could order supplies and price the menu and hire people. Yeah. And yeah. be like and run the theme of it and make sure it's yeah. good. I mean, I, I could do that. Yeah. I think it's every in every man's DNA to want to own a bar. Or so, some kind of like food dispensary of some yeah. sort. Right. If I, I would love to own a bar. Yeah. And it's funny because I do not drink at all, but I would love to own a bar. I'm surprised but, you have not like. Well, I'm not surprised because you don't drink, but like you, you strike me as the kind of person who'd be like, I'm going to build a bar in my basement and just do it. Carissa kind of wants me to. And we are leaning towards maybe putting in like just a small little wet bar. Sure. Um, But also, like, I, I don't know. I don't feel like. I don't know. Maybe it is because I just don't drink, but I don't want I don't want a bar in my basement. I mean, I would rather have just have a giant ass basement. What? I mean, you don't have to stock it with booze. No, but that yeah, that's exactly what we would do like a little wet bar with, you know, Pepsi up the wazoo and Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, 100% I I want I would love to own a bar. Yeah. Yeah. You would like a public bar. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. here's the thing. I think it'd be neat to run a restaurant. I think it'd be awful to run a bar. Oh, see, I would rather run a bar than a restaurant. So interesting. Yeah. Huh. But speaking of the bear, so have you watched the bear? The bear is phenomenal. It is fantastic. I haven't even watched it yet. <laughs> what? But I've heard great things, and it's no. next on my list. Yeah. Right now I am finishing Our Flag Means Death on HBO. And then I will that, be moving on. Is that, that's the funny one? Yes, the pirate one. That looks so good. Is it good? It is good. It's hilarious. All right. I got, I'm so out. I'm I'm watching that right now. Dude, I just finished. I, I'm moving my way down my list. I finished Ozark. Nice. I finished This Is Us. Now I'm on this. And then I'll be on Bear next. Nice. Even though Bear is still new and it'll probably get a season two. Maybe. I don't know. Dude, so it's like, man, I hate it. It's like I really just want to wait I don't think I can wait. Dude, it's about Chicago. How many shows you get about Chicago? Well, it's that it? kid. He's from Chicago. Oh, I didn't know he was from Chicago. Yeah, that's why Shameless was in Chicago, because they were a bunch of Chicago people, too. Oh, I didn't know He's that. from Shameless. He's in Shameless. You see, I, I knew he was from Shameless. I haven't seen Shameless. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe he's not from Chicago, but what are the odds that he's in two Chicago shows? Right. That's pretty good odds. <laughs> pretty that's good odds. odds. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. The bear's good. Go if you can get past the first minute, because the first minute's weird. Well, it's, I mean, I guess I can say the premise, right, without spoiling it? Yeah. Dude owns a restaurant. Do he? Well, he owns a very, he's a very good chef, and he owns a really good restaurant. And then his brother, who also yeah. owns a restaurant, yeah. dies. He, and he, he inherits his dead brother's crappy restaurant. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. there you go. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, there's always room for one more at the Backyard Bonfire.